Also, there's something about fashion in 2003 where... What was happening? Where What was happening? Where things consistently look like a super nice dress, but also that it's from Goodwill. I like, I truly, I don't know what was happening. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your community's roller derby production of Xanadu Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And you can leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the theater nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing a Tony's Rewind. Here we are, Rachel, at Here we are. Talking about Tony Awards. We're we're talking about the Tony Awards. We are. Yeah. It's so exciting. Um, before we talk about the Tony Awards, Taylor, would you like yeah. to take the moment to complete the segment that has become High School Musical, the musical, the series recap with theater nerds? Yes. With theater nerds. Guys, I know everyone has been looking forward to this segment. The segment has come to a close. Listen, maybe we'll do it for season four. I don't doubt we will, but... I believe in us. Um, I believe in us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure all of you saw the description for season four, which is bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> I will not let it go that I believe Vanessa Hudgens will come yeah. back to live and breathe I hope so. in the High School Musical, the musical, the series. I would have loved, like, the last shot of this episode was, like, Vanessa and Zach, like, looking at the school. Like, that no! <laughs> But anyway, we're going to talk about this finale episode. It is strange that, like we talked about last week, there are 12 episodes in the first two seasons Mm -hmm. and then eight for this one. It's like summer can't, summer, they they were like, it doesn't last 12 weeks. It lasts eight, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. But It was um, literally like two and a half weeks or four weeks. Like, how long was it according to them? I don't know. I I don't know. Oh, I think they were there for two weeks, which is also strange <laughs> so, to like be at a summer camp for that long and perform I mean, like, a musical a with those sets. I mean, listen, we report we performed Joseph and High School Musical too in about two it's weeks. Fair. So. It, that is, it is true. I forget. Yeah. It is true. We have done <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So we did that. Although Frozen would be difficult. There's a lot of lines yeah. in Frozen. <laughs> there are. Yeah. I did love the quick change. Anyway, we did get an extra long episode today. That was really good. Oh, yeah. you know, this week, um, I wa- as of recording this, I watched it today, and it was super fun. 
Um, again, there were, for me, there were moments of it that I loved and moments that I hated. (laughs) Tell me more, Taylor. I do want to say, I I think when this show is at its best, it's doing Mm. the loving theater nerd, like, community, theater community thing Mm -hmm. of, like, we're all loving on each other. I actually think Miss Jen is maybe the best character in the show. Mm. She is so wonderful. I would honestly follow her like if they just kept going with the show just like follow her like teaching to all of her students and like Mm. doing different musicals like that sounds great i totally or like a prequel with her of like being in high school musical i'm like i'm totally there that'd be so cute yeah yeah but Mm -hmm. i think that's when the show does best and there were so many moments of that this episode of them like like loving on each other and like just like the way they love theater and like all these like all of that stuff I really love but then all the like drama like relationship drama which I actually was driving to work today Rachel thinking (laughs) oh wait that's actually like I I get so bogged down about this relationship drama and how annoying it is but like when I remember about our theater group and how that was our theater group it's exactly the way it is it's like exactly the way it is yeah Yeah, of course yeah so I'm like, oh, okay, well, at least it's accurate. Um, <laughs> but I think the show is better when it's doing the theater kid stuff versus mm. the relationship stuff, in my opinion. Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, I loved all the Frozen numbers. Carlos can do no <gasps> wrong. His in summer Carlos. was incredible. Ugh. First of all, He's, him put him in Olaf. Yeah. Put him in yeah. Frozen as Olaf yeah. in, yeah. The, in the touring production. Yeah. Like, he is freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, also, at the end, so his- good. At the end, his outfit, walking the the press yeah. step and repeat, yeah. was yeah. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. I actually, now that I think about it, I would love to see a show with him and Miss Jen, like, in New York. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Carlos and Miss Jen take New York. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, Carlos and Jen's fabulous adventure. No! Yeah, sign us <laughs> up. Disney Plus, where are you? Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was super fun. Yeah. Like, excited for next season? I'm not sure. I think it'll be the last season. Also, I do want to briefly mention, the. I love how they slyly were like, like, Nini was yeah. like, maybe I'll stay. And then I was like, no, she's not going to stay. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way. The but, way, though, um, the way, yeah. Taylor, the way yeah. I cried through this entire episode. I don't, what was wrong with me? I It was yeah. like 52 yeah. minutes, and I think I just straight cried all the way yeah. through well, the episode. I watched it in the shower, as I told Rachel. So, like, crying and the water in <laughs> the shower would have been a little bit too much. but <laughs> <laughs> A little too Zac Efron. <laughs> I but tell me what were your thoughts yeah I mean first of all spoilers second of all the (laughs) opening the opening number I think this is why I started crying the opening was the young Elsa young Anna which one I don't remember which one Anna young Anna yeah yeah. okay young Anna singing the song this is real this is me (laughs) the song from Camp Rock which completed the Camp Rock theme (laughs) That we all knew and loved that was a part of this. But it was so, yeah. like, also, somehow, it was so emotional. And it was so good. And she slayed. Yeah. I was like. She was great. Wait, yeah. why do I love yeah. you? And she They also like, started singing. Kid. They started singing. And I was like, I didn't recognize it at first. And I was like, wait, what is this You're song? Like, and then they started. And then it kept going. And I was like, oh, okay. I know this. 
<laughs> so it was good. I really liked that. The Frozen production part, like, of Frozen, the parts that we saw, was, what the, what the heck? For, what the heck? Are those sets from the Broadway the, show? The, 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 the thing that, that Carlos was on is Olaf, and then they, like, <laughs> wheeled him back with the rope. It, it killed me. Every part of it was like, it, this is so campy. And then you got to Elsa's Let It Go, and you're like, what are these sets? What is this magic? Yeah. The quick change. <laughs> oh, it was everything. She did, an, Courtney did an amazing job. We finished yeah. Courtney's arc of yeah. her anxiety. Yeah. And I just felt like that was, I felt like it was good because I was worried what they were going to do is have her have a breakthrough, which she did. But and not be like that's mm-hmm. the end of Courtney's anxiety, and instead, you know, the other young Elsa, the other young <laughs> kid mm-hmm. playing the sh- in the show, came up to her and th- was like, "You just cope through it. Like this doesn't go away. You don't like get rid of it and wake up one day and are like, I don't ever have anxiety. But the way that you move through the world is different, yeah. and just." I just really loved that. I also loved Corvin Blue. We took a we took a detour into Corvin Blue redeeming himself and not him singing at the end mm-hmm. and saying what Team Wildcats and yeah. me once again sobbing and the Nini situation. But also, his singing was that thing that happened. His singing was that thing that happened last, or two weeks ago or last week where they started singing and it sounded auto tuned. Like yeah. I was like. What? Yeah. I was like, okay, Corbin, we know you can sing on stage. You were on stage. I really, I really do like, I really did like the, the ending. It was kind of, I'm glad Mm. that they wrapped with Nini. I think that like, we needed her story to officially end and like, everyone got a card and Miss Jen knows she's not coming and like, we can let things be. I will say, oh, go ahead. Well, let me say about Nini, I just want to say, wouldn't she, like, as her friend, like, wouldn't she want her to say goodbye, like, not in a, like, wouldn't she want to have this big goodbye party and not, Well, we don't know that she didn't say, we don't know that she didn't do that, right? Because she's she's telling Miss Jen. Oh, you mean in the card she was, like, saying goodbye to them? I don't know. I think, I mean, we don't know that she didn't have a goodbye party. School hasn't, we don't know if school started yet. Like, it's. The one month but, later part was like, has school started? See what I mean? Like she's moving, yeah, but it yeah, didn't mean know. that she yeah. in changing schools, but that doesn't mean that she isn't going to, you know, there isn't going to be some discussion yeah. of her previous going away party before the summer. You know what I mean? Like she left the camp and that was her moment. But I wonder if there's going to be something written off screen for next year where or next season where yeah. we get, you know, That's true. anyway, we're going on too well, long. Also this. with her, with her giving the lottery ticket at the end, it kind of seemed like maybe she okay. would, something would happen with her. Yeah. That was, that was, that was great. But also I, I love how she's be just becoming herself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. the, and that's what she's I wanted. Becoming like, Olivia Rodrigo. And, and yeah. I think that people like people in the show are like, people are clearly maturing until they got to the end when you were like, so you got to the end of camp and you're like, wow, everyone's matured and we love everyone. And wow, isn't senior year going to be great? And then a month later, comes up on the screen and then we see this terrible trash documentary trailer yeah, that's that been put bad. together, but also oh is so funny and is 
probably 100% how reality TV shows look to people who've lived The Carlos thing killed, yeah, the Carlos thing. Oh my gosh. gosh. (laughs) Every part of it was so funny. And also, like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of regression and I'm sad about it. Like, I really just wanted the focus. Well, you've got to create drama. But I wanted the focus of next time to be a promise of something really exciting. And now it's like yeah. the promise of what, how are we going to handle all of this? And like, who's going to find out the truth about the relationships? Well, Miss Jen will bring it back. Yeah. So, and I agree with you, Taylor. Yeah. This will be the last season. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I do want to say, lastly, if you don't have any other thoughts. No. Yeah. I've shared so many thoughts. Was it just me? Was it just me that Olivia Rodrigo in the beginning of the season looked 18, but then in this last episode, she looked like 30? (laughs) She also was, like, clearly crying. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you gotta get it together. They filmed you in one... They filmed Jojo Siwa for longer. Like, you gotta get it together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was a fun season. It was I think so there fun. were a lot of ups and downs. I love Camp but, Rock. But, you know, yeah, me too. We, yeah, everyone go watch Camp Rock in honor of, of the show. It was so cute. It was very campy. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Um, okay. So, Good. Yeah, we got to doing a little extended segment there for the last episode. We love yeah. it. We love it. <laughs> Guys, this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> this this Tony Awards, guys. Oh my gosh, I can't. So uh, as Rachel said at the top of the show, we're doing it. As you guys can see, we're doing a Tony's Rewind this week, um, talking about all things Tony Awards. Let's um, tell the people Rachel, what the Tony yeah. Awards are. Does that work? Yeah. What is a Tony's Rewind? Absolutely. So if you are just tuning in with us for this episode, you know. If our HSMTMTS segment caught on on Instagram, <laughs> then if you're just tuning in, welcome, first of all. And second welcome. of all, our Theater Nerds Tony's Rewind. Rewind. Is where we look back Mouthful. at the Tony Awards show. Um, we reflect. We do some, you know, we... We say, hmm, did they get it right? Did they, or uh, how was the show that year? Because, you know, most of these are on YouTube now, you guys, and um, it's definitely True. something. 2003 was a year. Rachel, why don't you tell the good listeners out there, the theater nerds, uh, Colts, why don't yeah. you tell them uh, what uh, the Tony Awards are in case they're not aware? Happily. So the Tony Awards is kind of like the Super Bowl for the theater, for the Broadway community, Mm -hmm. Um, except there are many teams competing for many awards. So it's nothing at all like the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) It's like other award shows. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it kills me every time. Exactly. Um, Yeah, so it celebrates the previous year of Broadway, um, the shows that came and went, and then of course there's segments honoring the lives of theater legends who have been lost, and then um, I don't know when they started instituting the teacher part uh, of regional regional awards and regional teacher awards, but they have that as well, and actually the voting for nominating your music theater teacher uh, is open until the until January 2020 
four, three. What year are we in? 2023. So if you want to <laughs> nominate your theater teacher like Miss Jen, you 100% should do that. Mm. And that, that closes at the end of January. So anyway, the Love awards it. were founded. Yeah, me too. The awards were founded by theater producer and director Brock Pemberton, and they're named after Antoinette or Tony Perry, uh, who was an actress, producer, and theater director, who was also the co-founder and secretary of the American Theater Wing, who produces the Tony Awards. And the first Tony Awards were held on April 6, 1947. This Tony Awards that we're recapping is the 2003 Tony Awards. Yes. Which was so like the longest the Tony Awards ever? Oh my gosh, guys. It was so long. It was so long. So the uh, we're today we're talking about the 57th annual Tony Awards which were held at Radio City Music Hall uh, on June 8th, 2003. Um the awards were hosted by Australian actor. <laughs> That's what it says here. It's so oh funny. Uh you know, Wolverine himself, um Hugh Jackman. With um, long this hair. This was the first Tony Award. Yeah, ugh, we, we gotta talk about the hair. That's like my first thing. That's like my first thing. Oh my gosh. Um, there were, uh, you know, many shows highlighted, mm. many musicals, a lot of plays. They were still doing plays. They didn't show any of the plays on the, like, they didn't do any scenes from them, but they still talk. This is, okay, this is my big thing first, is mm -hmm. why it was so long, is mm -hmm. that they did these little video segments yeah. from each show, and they interviewed yeah. each, like, actor, actor or director. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which and I love. Like, this is like, the content yeah, I want. Yeah, I want that content. Yeah. I don't want it at the Tony Awards. I want this like yeah. this could be an entire month of us gearing up for the once you announce you have a whole month. Yeah. Put this package together, yeah. send this out. Now we have social media. I understand yeah. it was 2003, so yeah. I get it. But like I want that information, but it was like I don't want to do that and then you sing a song. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. And I like the idea of just like doing that before and then just doing, you know, um, performance award, performance award. Like yeah. it's just kind of yeah. ongoing. Yeah. It just keeps going. Yeah. The hair, we got to talk about the hair. Hugh the Jackman's hair. hair. Okay. I just want to mention Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's hair was like down like to his shoulders. Past basically. shoulders. And yeah. It was like, as, as soon as I saw him, I was like, what? No. <laughs> but also no. I want to reference, I want to reference Sutton Foster was a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is just I was, like, I was like no also once again no also there's something about fashion in 2003 where what was happening where what was <laughs> happening where things consistently look like a super nice dress but also that it's from goodwill <laughs> i like i truly i don't know what was happening the men get yeah. away with at least wearing suits that kind of look fine right. But right. you were like, yeah. Yeah. what are the women wearing? And like, did you mm -hmm. eat at all this week? And also, did you burn your hair to make it this straight? <laughs> there was a lot, there were a lot of things where I was like, yeah. what is going, this was not the fabulous, yeah. people were not as fabulous as they thought they were. That's what I'm saying during this time. No, that's true. I think if people looked back, although I will say like, um, Marissa... Jared Winoker. She looked great. I yeah. actually liked her dress a lot. 
It was the t- it was uh, early two thousand. It was a choice. Every choice. part of yeah. this show was a choice. Yeah. So the shows that were represented in okay. this Tony Awards, um, we'll talk about them. Of course, of course, we have Hairspray. We have uh, as far as the musicals, Hairspray, Moving Out, the Billy Joel musical, um, A Year with Frog and Toad, and then um, a more. And then we also have the revivals being Nine, Gypsy, La La B La B O M. I have some questions. Yeah, right? mm-hmm, okay. that's right. Man, and then Man of La Mancha, and then we have the plays being, which this is kind of fun. We have Take Me Out, um, Enchanted April, Say Goodnight Gracie, and then Vincent in Brixton, and then the revivals being Long Day's Journey into Night, A Day in the Death of Joe Egg, Dinner at Eight, and Frankie and Johnny in the Claire de Lune with Stanley Tucci, who I love. <laughs> okay, wait, I, I want to say something really quick. On the point of Stanley Tucci, yeah. because this oh. show was so long, but maybe mm. one of my favorite parts of the show, not to be forgotten, was the intro, which was a video compilation of all these other Broadway casts, like the Phantom of the Opera, and everyone standing outside of their theater saying random things like, we love the to-, or like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and people who had just seen shows. Like, they literally are just filming random people coming out of shows. Incredible work. And one of them is like, Stanley Tucci. And I, first of all, love. And then Billy Joel sings a song uh, in Times Square. I legit started this (laughs) YouTube. And of course, we'll link it. We'll link it down in the show notes below. And I was like, okay, this is cool with all the casts, with all the casts. And then that started happening. And I was like what is like what is this choice this is a choice this is like in an acting class when when some you know when the teacher is like just make a choice and then then they make the most random choice ever and they're like okay that was a choice it's no no it's like when you're in a circle and you're you're the leader now and everyone has to mimic what you do and everyone else has done like a random like body movement and you decide to like pronounce an entire sonnet and everyone else has to do it after mm-hmm. you and you're like yeah, yeah, what yeah. is yeah. going on while do while doing in the chicken <laughs> jumping dance. up and dance yeah down yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 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 it's so, so and i also i especially loved that one of the people were like take me out it's so great and there's a lot of nudity and there's nudity and i was like and that's the tea <laughs> yeah, yeah. 20 years later and I was like, "Wow, it's still later. a thing. It's still yeah, a thing. how many people filmed? How many people filmed this? This take me out. Who knows? It was honestly so funny. It's so funny. And then the Billy Joel thing, yeah, it's fun. Also, I love that moving out is described. If you go to the Wikipedia page, oh, it's described as a a rock ballet. I can't. I just can't. And um, yeah." It's interesting. I didn't know. I thought it was just like a Billy Joel musical. I didn't know it was mostly dance. Did you know this? No. I want to say that every, almost okay. every show, almost every show, even the revivals are also strange. I'm like, what were we on yeah. in 2003? Yeah. Things were just a little weird. It just mm-hmm. felt very weird. And that's also how I felt about those yeah. Tony Awards. And not weird like, oh, this is over the top funny. This is like uh i feel i'm missing something like did i forget to 
tune in. Like I fuck, I feel yeah. like I was missing something it was, the whole time. Yeah, it was also weird that Hugh was hosting because he wasn't like he hadn't been on. I don't think he had even been on Broadway yet. I think he had just done Australian theater. So it was like they were just getting this because he was doing Boy from because he says in the. Well, he says he, in the next season, he's going to do Boy From Oz. He hadn't yeah. done Boy From Oz yet. Yeah. Um, so, which he ends up Hashtag hosting the Tonys the next year random. and winning the Tony for. Um, yeah. So, it was just like they got this Hollywood, because X-Men had been out. I think the sequel had already been out, too. So to be fair to him, he does make twice. quite a few jokes about himself and Hollywood. But I did feel like he wasn't yes. the best host where I was like, at this in this, in this one. Yeah. Because where was he? We had all these videos and all these people. And I was like, hello? And then yeah. he sang a few moments, but still. Yeah, his singing didn't annoy me as much as it normally does, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think he's a great singer. Here's what I didn't yeah. like him in. I don't was know. He that... goes into he goes into his upper his upper register of vibrato sometimes, and I'm like, ugh, I can't, I can't. I did not like him in whatever that Ripley Brothers movie was. Oh yeah, no, Showing. The Greatest Showman. We all know. So anyway, before we get into some. Before we get into some of the awards, well, I will say, obviously, for people that don't know, Hairspray was, like, the big hit of the year. It, it ended it was up a winning new a musical. bunch of awards. Um, it was a new musical. It ended up, and um, I think it was it was a fun show, too. Like, it seemed like the most fun out of all of them, in my opinion. I don't know. A year with Bob Even and Toad. performances. Well, the performance wasn't that fun. They were just, like, talking about being depressed, basically. On a, it was on a freaking, that's so true. And then, and then, and there know, are little children know. sitting on the stage. <laughs> like, that's my favorite yeah. part. The whole a time girl I was watching the Frog it. and Toad thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. The whole time I was watching the Frog and Toad performance, I was I could not get over the fact that if I was, like, seven, you know, five, six, seven years old or whatever, watching this. I'd love and it. And they're dressed in, like sweater vests and bow ties which like i'm like that's a cool choice but if i was a little kid i would be like that's not a frog that's not a toad <laughs> like wouldn't you but be I think, confused like i feel like no I because be i feel like you grew up like you either grew up reading those books or you didn't you know like if we were to if it like it, it would I be like stage <laughs> adapting franklin have you seen the the show Franklin with the turtle? Well, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. but it'd be Little like Bill it would be Franklin. like like stage adapting that. Like you would See, you'd like, be like oh, it's fun. to me makes more sense. I guess it's kind of like SpongeBob, but Yeah, they're not real. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But then you do but yeah. But then Basically, the Basically what I'm hearing like I'm hearing that you wanted cats. That's what I'm hearing. That you would have preferred cats. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, Rachel, <laughs> tell me, what was your favorite performance of the night? Because we saw some revivals. We saw some original yeah. shows. What was your favorite? I mean, hands down, my favorite was Gypsy. Hands down. Okay. I mean, I first of all, I love Gypsy. So I'm biased at, at yeah. the base level. Second of all, Bernadette Peters, she really slays that role. It was I. She was having a full on breakdown. I have a hot take about this. So okay, great. I'm excited. No, no, no. You can was, keep going. You she keep was just going. having the full breakdown, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, do it, have it." It was great. I, but I will say, I mean, the best performance 
overall was Hairspray. Because it's an ensemble number. It's a number we all love. There was a quick change mm-hmm. on stage. Love that. Harvey Fine Fine Harvey Firestein. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, not Harvey Weinstein. Do not close. I get confused. Yeah. Harvey no, who was on our last who was on our last thought about changing his name. Uh, yeah, well Harvey yes, Weinstein was true. on our last yeah. Tony Rewind, so you know. But anyway, yeah. Harvey yeah. plus uh what's her face? Um main actress marissa thank you and uh like you just you get jared winoker yes you get every you get everyone on on the stage and laura bell bundy and carrie butler also and matthew and i really carrie butler i think the standout out of that hairspray performance i i I was like i can't believe she's there she is really good but yeah, I mean, I think it was an overall, She's it's a so great, good. I love that number. It's good. It's funny. You get the costumes, like in my mind, you get the dancing. I mean, yeah. Also, La yeah. Bowen. Okay, just a quick point on the, on the, Bobby on Owen. the performances. Yeah. yeah, I have questions for you. But like, um, how is that different than Moulin Rouge? Is it different? <laughs> this is my whole thought the entire time. So apparently, so Baz directed this revival. Yeah. And he directed Moulin Rouge. No, I know. I'm so confused. First of all, well, well, the big difference of Moulin Rouge is that Moulin Rouge uses modern songs and this is just an opera. So that's the biggest difference, I would say. But it's the same story. But then, yeah, but it's the same story. But then also, you know, um, six years, seven years ago, we had Rent. And Rent is still running at this time. And Rent yeah. is based on La B- Bohem. Yeah. So, Which is why yeah, it's just the weird. song is La Vie Bohème. By the way. Yeah. yeah. In, 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 uh, at Rent, in Rent. At Rent. Good. Yeah. Love that. Which, I, I again, also, because I guess that show is sung in a different... Or the, the opera is in italian or whatever or i French just or... it's just i i was i mean it yeah. is a revival like the, no one's per- putting this in as yeah. like a new thing and i get that but i was like what we're having some i'm having copyright questions mm-hmm. i'm having some copyright questions well you have an opera and then you have gypsy and then you have man on la mancha and then you have nine and right. all of them feel like very right. very right. different revivals yeah yeah Okay, yeah. what was your pre- Although Antonia, favorite performance? Antonio was great. Yeah, it's true. Um, my favorite performance was Hairspray, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I agree. I think that mm-hmm. was, that was well, I, I actually don't agree because I think Gypsy was one of my least favorite performances. <laughs> I'm so say sorry. Say more, say more. Um, I do too. just, <laughs> I will. Okay, here's the thing. I do love Bernadette Peters. She's one of the best yeah. talents of our generation. She's, she's. And she looks incredible now. I mean, she's like 70. I can't even. I can't And um, she looks exactly the same she did in Sunday Mama in the Park of George, you know, it's 50 true. years ago or whatever. Yeah. And um, she's incredible. She's in- But I actually think she's severely miscast in Gypsy. Mm. I don't think she... I think her voice is good, but I, I kept thinking, like, that it was... That she was acting. Like, I didn't mm. think she was doing the role. I just was like, oh, this is an actor acting. And so what's also very strange is that Gypsy has another revival in five years. 
five years from in 2007. Which w- is with what Lacan, is referenced in Eloise at the Plaza. She, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yes. And I actually think, and I went and watched her performance because they do the same song, which is also yeah. weird, at at that Tony Awards. And I actually think Patty does it a lot better. I think she's more suited for that role. And she's older. And I think it works a little bit better. And I think just Patty's like persona works better for the role, yeah. in my opinion. I've never actually seen Gypsy on stage or anything, but I know the show pretty well. Um and so, yeah, I, again, I love Bernadette Peters and I thought she, you know, her, obviously her voice was amazing, but I'm just like, I, I don't know. And I think she's amazing, but I think when, I think it's also hard when legends like her do such incredible things like Into the Woods and yeah. Sunday in the Park in with the George Park with so George. early on in on their career. And then yeah. they have to like, and basically get, and get your gun <laughs> and, and get your gun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all of those With were before Rebar she was in. over for her. Yeah. But she won. She won the Tony and the Drama Desk for Annie Gitcher right. Run. I can, I can understand yeah. where you're coming from. So, yeah. So it was, and then, like, Frog and Toad was fine. <laughs> A more we didn't even get to see. Um, yeah. And Moving Out was, like, interesting. Uh, I do want to talk here about the Def Jam poetry side thing that we got. Yeah. Yeah. I just cannot. I cannot. I'm just. There were so, so many. The, it was. This um, was so. This was so early 2000s. This was giving sporadic, 90s in the sporadic. early 2000s. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So the special theatrical event Tony Award, which they don't do anymore. I don't think they. I don't, I don't think understand. It's an award anymore. I don't know why. Yeah. So went to um, Russell Simmons Deaf Poetry Jam on Broadway, and they performed tw- not once but twice. <laughs> It was a lot. And it was, I mean, I like, I love, I love spoken word poetry. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it was um, also a lot. It This show yeah, it was, was over was two hours. Yeah. Well, we talked about Hairspray. Hairspray ended up taking eight awards out of the 13 they were nominated. So they ended up taking a ton, a ton. And mm-hmm. they just kept winning too. And I, and they I did. wonder as soon as I, I, first of all, also I did love when, um, when um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick no. came out and did their little bit. No, it was oh my so gosh, cute. That was so funny. It was so cute. It was so cute. I was also like, yeah. they have to go back to their little theater geek. And I thought, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. Yeah. yeah. They came out and did this like bit about theater geeks. And then also, like, it was very, like, they, it almost seems like neither of them really wanted to be there, but <laughs> yeah, but it was giving they were that. just kind of reading. But the but yeah, but I wonder if that was part of the bit too. Yeah, I think funny. it was because they were like, we need to get this yeah. over with so we can yeah. go home. But yeah. it was somehow so cute. Um, so they get. I do just want to quickly mention they gave out the awards to uh, for the best. Um, book of a musical and also the best score. So the best book of a musical, the nominees were David Henry Huang for Flower Drum Song, William Really, 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 because I said it in the real, Really, A Year with Frog and Toad, Didier, I'm going to try and say this one, Didier Von Kalawart. And Jamie Sands sure. for more. And then winning was Mark O'Donnell and Thomas Meehan for Hairspray. And then the best original score w- was Irvin Cowboy, which got no love except 
accept this nomination. But we did hear about the <laughs> director's various... desire yeah. and also the the um, choreographer. She, that was the videotape That's we got true. of her yes. inspo. Um, so that was various artists, but most uh, importantly, in my opinion, was Jason Robert Brown doing mm. that. Um, Michael Legrand and Didier, Didier Van Callewart and Jeremy Sands for Amore. Um, Robert Reilly and Willie Reilly, the huh? Frog and Toad themselves for A Year with Frog and Toad. <laughs> <laughs> And then winning, of course, Mark mm-hmm. Shaman, Scott Whitman for Hairspray. Honestly, one of the best, like, one-two punch yeah. um, speeches. It was, was so, so great. Fun. They, they were, were so, so fun. cute. And then um, Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman kissed each other on the award show, making yeah. their first public same-sex kiss. I was um, going to mention Predating this. Britney Spears and Madonna on at MTV Music Awards. Yeah, here on CBS. <laughs> I was like, what? Yes. How did they not edit it out? Whoa. It is crazy. Yeah. I mean, and people, pe- other people talked about it in their speech, like how great it was. So I love that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is really sweet. But, okay, this was my question. This was one of my questions was, were they, they're not partners in real, they're not dating in real, like, they're not together. So were they together then and they just broke up, but they still write together? Or were they just, they just I think really they were to together. Show, like, as partners. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, could, I couldn't find anything about this because Mark Shaman is married to a man named Louise Mirabel. Um, in 2016 so it's not scott women but they still work together they just for people that don't know they just wrote the musical song for the hawkeye musical and that was performed at d23 this past weekend um wow so uh, mark shaman was there and mark shaman has done so much i mean he's been nominated for multiple oscars he's he did you know mary poppins returns they did mary poppins returns and yeah he's just incredible also smash they did a lot of they did wrote bombshell for smash and catch me if you can but yeah. hairspray was really like their first thing and it was so cool their first like you know big well-known thing and it was so cool hairspray the whole team of hairspray just seemed like such a labor of love uh and it just seemed like they really like put their heart and soul into this show and, and it was in production a for show. a while. Like, yeah. it was in yeah. reruns for a while. Yeah. They were yeah. a couple starting in 1979. Is that right? How old are they? Oh, they're old. They're older. I mean, he was born in... Mark Shaman was born in 59. And... Yeah, it said they Scott they Whitman fell in love and, and, and have been a couple since 1979. The, but that's this, not true because... No, yeah. this this is copyrighted in 2004, what I'm reading. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Could you imagine like working with your ex still to this day? Maybe if I had a really good partner. I mean, they weren't they weren't romantic partners first. They were work. They were light. They were they were work partners, That's and then true. they fell in love, and then they were a couple, and then they're. It's it's very. It's giving me smash julia vibes you know what i mean like that's what's giving this show was so dang long but they cut those speeches off so early like i truly felt like we got three or four sentences and then you heard the big orchestra playing and i was like we could spend less time i mean i get it but they didn't i felt like they didn't even get 60 full seconds anyway well and they kept playing them off but then the music would just stop and then they just like no one came and actually took them off 
Yeah, or or they didn't like at the Oscars now they'll like lower the mic so you can't or at the Tonys even they'll they'll yeah. just turn off the microphone. Yeah. So yeah, this was it, they just let them kept going though. So I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Also, Cheetah Rivera was um, there. She's very important. See. We should we should mention she was there. Oh yeah, Cheetah Rivera. So but maybe we'll go into best performance by a featured actor and actress in a musical. Do you want to shout those out? Great. So, best performance by a featured actress in a musical, Ashley Tuttle, Moving Out, Cheetah Rivera in Nine, uh, Mary Stuart Matterson, also, <laughs> also in Nine, Tammy Blanchard in Gypsy, and Jane Karofsky in Nine winning the Tony. And she, man, do I love her. And she is a mess, and I love her. I do love her. Yeah. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt fame. <laughs> also, she had to go on and accept. She had to go on and accept in her costume. Like that was yeah. her costume, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I thought that um, was funny. I was like, because they had just performed, and it then makes it makes so much on. sense. Yeah, she's great. Thirty Rock and uh, Kimmy Schmidt. If you don't, yeah. if you don't know anything about yeah. musicals yeah. and Jane Krowski. Mm-hmm. um. Well, also okay. Ally McBeal. I mean, who can? Forget? Oh, true, Ally McBeal. Okay, <laughs> best performance by a featured actor in a musical: Keith Roberts in *Moving Out*, Corey Reynolds in *Hairspray*, uh, John Dossett. Oh, in I love a sea. I love a seaweed. <laughs> we, we love Corey. John Dossett in *Gypsy*, uh, Michael Cavanaugh in *Moving Out*, and Dick Latessa. Is that who say his name? Latessa. Yep. Okay, great. In *Hairspray*. As Wilbur. <laughs> I've said it so many times. Uh, listen, Wilbur is like my least favorite character in Hairspray. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> and Seaweed too. is my favorite character. Mine too. Like one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Corey Reynolds is from Richmond. Is from where we grew up. Yes. Yes. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, my gosh. Incredible. So Incredible. Fun. I love that. Yeah. I love, I mean, just what a great run of featured actors. Yeah. Shall we, and actresses, shall we do perf- best performance by leading actors and actresses in musicals? Mm. Yes. The only one I want to shout out here before we get on to leading is mm-hmm. the best performance by featured actor in a play. Because we had yeah. Daniel Sanjata in Take Me Out, Robert mm-hmm. Sean Leonard in Long Day's Journey Into Night, Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. in Long Day's Journey Into Light Night, which I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's such a good actor. Um, Thomas Re- Jefferson Bird in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which got like no love. No, it didn't uh, get any and love. And then, yeah, which is such a bummer because it's such a good. I mean, the movie was really good. Yeah. Uh, and incredible. then winning is Dennis O'Hare and Take Me Out, which is the same role As, that wins. Yes, this, this year past year, I was just yes. Tyler Ferguson. Yes. Yeah. Dennis O'Hare as that character also makes literally so much sense. He's, yeah, as yeah. Mason. I but I like the Jesse Tyler Ferguson choice. Yeah. It's a very like specific choice. Yeah. So I would love to see that show just because I'm curious about the plot. Like, I want to. I would love to see Jesse Tyler Ferguson in something more serious. Yeah. Like, it seems really cool. Yeah. It does. Oh. Okay. All right. Let's go to leading actor and actress. Let's do it. Best performance by a leading actor in a musical. John Sayla? Sayla. 
I'm just going to go for it. In moving out, Brian Stokes yeah. Mitchell and Man of La Mancha. And we really, yeah. honestly, he was great. Love he had him. a great performance. Should have won. Malcolm Getz and Amor. <laughs> Antonio Banderas in nine. And then taking the Tony home He's is great. Harvey Firestein in Hairspray as Edna Turnblad. Which was his, they said this when he won his fourth Tony Award, which is crazy. And his first for performing, though. It's just, it's just crazy. So it's amazing. Cool. It's amazing. Um, he seemed very grateful. You know what I... Okay, maybe I'll say this on the next one, but he seemed super grateful. He seemed... He had a, just an air of, like, very much joyful and kindness. He seems like such a really cool, genuine um, person. So, yeah, Well, and as, as we've talked about, he got so much... People did not want him to be this character. As we talked about last yeah. week on the Replacements episode. So, I, I think... Mm-hmm. I think that that's something to know also. Okay. Best performance by right. a leading actress in a musical. Bernadette Peters, Gypsy. Elizabeth Parkinson, Moving Out. Mary Elizabeth Mastriano from Man of La Mancha. Melissa Errico from Amour. And Melissa Jarrett Winokur. Winning the Tony as Tracy Turnblad in Hairspray. If you look right when Marissa Jarrett Winokur wins her Tony, mm-hmm. like she's announced, yeah. she like hugs her boyfriend and then Harvey Firestein like takes her by the shoulders and like whispers something in her ear and it, I don't know what it is, but her facial expression changes like to something not good. <gasps> like it, it looks like something like not I don't know what he said to her, but it didn't look good. And then as soon as she gets to the stage, she it's like she's acting like all excited, obviously, because she is excited. But I was like, what did Harvey Firestein whisper to her? This was weird. Maybe it's just a conspiracy theory, but... What did you think it was? Know. What did you think she, he I said to her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was like... I don't know. What would he have said? I have no idea. Oh my I don't gosh. know. Did you look but it up? But he said you... something because of you. Because kn- no, I didn't. I didn't look it up. Maybe I should. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want this tea. Can't start something you can't finish. But oh, I have to go back and watch and see if I know this. Like, it was like crazy. It was a little crazy. Oh. So anyway, but I'm so happy for her. She, she she's so great. I wish she still. I wish she doesn't done do more anything. I mean, she writes. Stu- right, like, she was like in she Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Wild. I feel like that's kind of, unfortunately, that's kind of a trend for every girl that plays Tracy Turner. Literally, like the girl from the every movie. girl. Yeah, yeah. Nikki, Gla- whatever her movie, name is. The girl, Nikki. Nikki Blonsky, yeah. Yeah. The girl who used to, who worked at Coldstone Creamery, and that's how they found her. I just, wild. I like, so clearly. Wild. And then. And then the girl in the, like, NBC Live a couple years ago, like, they made such oh, a big yeah. deal about her. And then and now, no like, one, it's... No one like, ever does anything after that. Yeah. And also, who's the biggest star from Hairspray? Zac Efron. What? No, the, the, oh. the musical. The, 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 this, this, the original. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we were talking about the movie. <laughs> who's the biggest star? <laughs> Matthew. 
Matthew! Matthew Morrison! Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. Also, he's gotta be, like, almost 30 by this I point. I was literally thinking that, how we show. can never, yeah. ever, ever get away from Glee. Like, I just, I, I truly, while watching this, was yeah. thinking, there will never be a time where I do one thing where I, I'm not thinking about Glee. Yeah. And that's Brian's Mur- Ryan All Murphy's whole plan. Ryan Murphy just wanted to take over our little <laughs> brains. That's what he wanted. And it's it's complete. All roads lead to Glee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. The circle is complete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Check back in a year when we do the pilot of Glee. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. I, too much trauma. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay. Well, that's fun. Let's let's round out this discussion with the, uh, with the musicals um, okay. here. The best revival it. of a musical, we have Man of La Mancha, La B-O-M, La B-O-M, Gypsy, Everything's Coming, and then winning, we have nine, which I think is super cool. I think the reason, again, why Gypsy didn't, why nine won is because it was such a big production, and I think also Antonio Banderas helped with that, even though he didn't win. But I, I mean, think... the, the the clips of what people were saying, it looked amazing. Yeah. He looked amazing. It looked yeah. amazing. He looked amazing. I also loved how Cheetah Rivera in the clip was like, oh, he's been getting you. better and better each performance. And I'm like, I so love to see him grow. Yeah, she was, is my favorite. I, know. I love to see him grow <laughs> into this role. And I was like, that's a backhanded compliment from the legend. Uh, I Rivera. know. No, exactly. I do also. I also think if the revival performances were split up versus the original, I think he would have won. Yeah, he would have won. He would have won. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. And then I want to shout out here, of course, because it's been twenty years, which is crazy. But wow. that this came back around for the revival this year. The best play we have: Vixen and Brixen. We have Say Goodnight, Gracie, Enchanted, April, and then the winner uh, was Take, Take Me Out, which I think was appropriate and also it seemed like surprise like i that was oh this was another thing i'm so sick of award shows when people are like i'm so surprised you were in a category with four other people (laughs) like three three (laughs) other people yeah yeah like oh yeah that's true with the best play but like when freaking um What's his name got up for that for the long day's journey? Into oh yeah, whatever. oh and Brian like, Dennehy. I really didn't expect yeah. this. Yeah, Brian Dennehy. I'm like, really? Like there was a you know 25 percent chance you were gonna win. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, to be fair, Stanley Tucci was in this category, but yeah, that's true. I mean, that's I agree true. though. Like you, yeah. you are like I just honored. Those are good words. I am currently in shock. Yes. But, like, being yeah. surprised means that you also didn't value yourself. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. so yeah. unprepared. Yeah. What do you mean? And next year's Tonys and Oscars. I'm just, Every time they say surprised, I'll just take yeah, a Yeah, that shot. sounds good. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Love good. that. Um, to to uh, round out our discussion with the best musical, um, I'm sure you guys can already guess what it was. <laughs> but we have moving out. Um, a year with Frog and Toad took the award. No, <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Poor year of Frog and Toad. I'm just gonna look this up. Wait, while we're pausing how long did here. it run? Um, 
How long did it run yet? <laughs> um, it closed after 73 performances. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It opened on April 13, 2003, but after the jump from a $30 off-Broadway ticket to a $90 off-Broadway ticket, the show closed. <laughs> wow. Inflation. Oh, I can't. Uh, anyway, RIP a year with Frog yeah. and Toad. It wasn't uh, even a, a year. And then winning t- taken. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that is such a good. Sorry. That's so that's good. So petty. Wow, that's <laughs> Talk, don't you mean like two months with Frog and Toad? Jeez. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Frog and, to- and then- a year with Frog and Toad. That will soon be a year with Frog and Toad Junior version. Yeah, and a ninety dollar year with Frog and Toad, <laughs> which is like such a good price for a ticket. Anyway. I guess, but it's uh, 2003. Although $30, I'm like, dang, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, anything. And then winning, of course, is uh, Hairspray. Is Hairspray. Yeah. Which, no surprise. Taking home the Tony. Yeah. No surprise Again, there. I wonder if because they kept winning, like, how hilarious would have been if, like, Hairspray took all these awards and then, like, you with Frog and Toad won. Best musical. <laughs> yeah, those are those moments where, like, it was clear who was going to win once people started winning. Yeah. It was clear by the performances, yeah. at least in the in the musical, yeah. original musicals. Yeah. Oh, I know. Something I was going to say earlier is that the only thing, especially looking back on this, like, you know, almost, I mean, like, we next year it's 20 years, which is kind of crazy. Um, that is wild. That 20 years removed, we, it's weird that the entire team of Hairspray is white, like, there's mm-hmm. no African-American there's no, and I know that like yeah, that's just the time. But also, it's just like it's, it's not the weird. time. It's two thousand and three. Yes, that's what, I'm I like know, this is they, know, you well, like literally what the yeah. heck? Yeah, I mean this is my whole point. And then yeah. we decided yeah. to remake Hairspray and put it in a movie. You know, I this is one of those things where I really I do love the well, show. I love the movie, but. Well, and I love I love the songs. I love the songs. I just yeah. I love the over dramatization. Yeah. I love the choreography, but also like um, it just it's very whitewashed. Yeah, it's, it is, and not that the, I mean the main story is about a white woman who is also. Or an overweight white woman. I so was, I guess, yes. like, that's the main character. But, I understand. But yeah. also we're encountering yeah. parallels and the, you know, within the, the black community. And and we decide to make a point for one of the girls to date a black boy. Yeah. yeah. And we don't handle that well. For sure. You know? And so that's... Yeah. I find it interesting, something to just kind of parallel a little bit to it is, also Hairspray is similar because it was a movie first, that it was a movie yeah. that wasn't a musical, yeah. then it got turned into a musical, and then it got made into a movie musical, but no, The Notebook this year, which is performing at the Shakespeare Company right now, which the photos are incredible, it Insane. looks so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, the cast is mixed, it's got, you know, African American actors, it's got white actors it's all over the place but the creative team originally the show was going to be directed by michael greif of rent of dear evan hansen of next to normal um and then i i assume when they decided to add on that they were gonna have 
um, and African American actors and character, you know, and decide to make these characters a little bit more modern. They they added. Um, I want to get her. Make sure I get her name right. Sheila Sheely Williams as a co-director. Um, and I just think that's, and she's a, an African-American woman who's done, who directed the revival of Aida and, and, uh, and, or who's going to direct a revival of Aida, excuse me. Hmm. Um, but she has, she's done a lot of, she did Motown, the musical, she did a lot of, a, a lot of cool things. So I just think that's a really cool way to look at it of like, Hey, we also have this great you know, director who has this great point of view and who has, who's acclaimed, who's done Next Normal and Rent and all these things, but also we want to add a different perspective. And so they added her on to the show too. So yeah, yeah. again, it's 20 years later. So, and we're all just a little bit more educated and aware now. So yeah, it's, it is, it is strange to me though, that we can, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of showcasing is how I feel the early 2000s, mm-hmm. late 90s is uh, related to, quote, progress within the theater world, right? Like we have right. Lion King, which we've talked about, being one of the most successful Broadway shows at this time in 2003. And yet still we're continually creating space that's really only showcasing instead of like holistically having everyone who's a full representation of the population that is both coming to Broadway shows and that exists in, you know, right. in these, in, in, in America, in the sixties, in Baltimore. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I hear you. It's, it was just an intro. I, when I was looking at the, yeah, them winning, I was like, Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. It's yeah. interesting. It yeah. is. But, Anyway, it was, Dang. you know, it was a show. It was a Tony. It was. It was. And we're glad <laughs> that glad that Hugh Jackman does not have long hair anymore. That is true. Yeah. I am glad. He looks much better with he his short really hair. He really looks so much yeah. better with his short hair. I was like. Guys, we'll post a picture on our social media. It's it's a time. It is. Yeah. If you're attracted to that, that version of Wolverine, God bless you. Yeah. The, to each his own. <laughs> All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Yes, let's do it. Uh, man. Def Jam Poetry Week. Mm. Uh, this is of the, the character week. of the week. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm not doing it. I, um, I am your character. You are my character. <laughs> and the category is <laughs> characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah um so this is a segment where taylor and i pick mm. a theater character that we are feeling like for this week so we think what have we been feeling what have we been up to what are our vibes and what theater character has similar vibes thought processes experiences feelings mm. there's a lot of feelings uh feelings. we would also love to hear <laughs> from your characters so comment on our social media pages fill out that character sheet on our website guys we'd love to hear from yes! you and tell us tell us what you think of listen the finale of hsm tmts the 2003 tony awards um and who you are this week and you may get a shout out on a future episode um so rachel tell me who is your character this yes. week 
So as I've belabored in expressing over the last few weeks, I'm in a state of transition with my life. I'm starting a new job soon. And, you know, I just feel like sometimes I've been, you know, giving it the old razzle-dazzle as a chorus girl. And I need a little moment in the spotlight. But I find myself best in the spotlight when I'm giving someone else a pep talk about how they need to be taking up a moment in the spotlight. And that reminds me of a little character named Angie Dickinson from The Prom, played by Nicole Kidman in The Prom Musical, who sings Zazz. (laughs) So we're giving it some Zazz, ladies and gentlemen. Give him the old. Oh, I love it. Oh, good on Nicole. Shout out to Moulin Rouge. <laughs> we'll be bold. Full circle when I say full circle. <laughs> full That's like, circle. Yeah. So Taylor, yeah. who full are you this week? Circle. Yeah. Um, listen, you guys, it has been uh, a wonderful first week at my new job. Um, got, as of when you know, as of releasing this, it'll be a full first week. Um, again. Check out my social media. You guys will see some photos coming up soon. Actually, you guys have or have already seen them if you follow me. But um, I this past weekend, I also um, had the chance to see the touring company of Wicked. <gasps> yeah. Um, so I'm kind of merging the two. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, or you know, as of recording this, I have not seen it yet. <laughs> As of listen, as as of you all hearing this, you know, I loved it. It was a great performance. Peep a, a um, little a little but, photo on our Insta, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. So anyway, I wanted to merge the two a little bit. I you know, as we know, we love Wicked here, but uh, you know, I'm feeling like those Aussians in in one short day those all of them just all of them going to work they're just doing their job maybe the ones with the little the guys with the head you know the things with the oh, heads yes that's and, my favorite um, part yeah i'm just you know i'm feeling like you know just just doing the job once you know every day just yeah just, you know starting a new one short day every day. i love it i so, love that that's how i'm feeling this week that's amazing <laughs> i love it yeah. Yes. If you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. One short day in the Emerald City. One short day. I love that song.